Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's, uh, oh my goodness, it's 545. Let's start this thing. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vesley. Unpuffed. We'll get to that in a second. Big Dick Toledo, fresh off of his super vacation to San Antonio, we got live action photos and videos from the Alamo Dome for Sousaphonapalooza. <laughs> as uh, yeah, as, uh, his, super bone fest. Yeah, his college age son was in uh, a band off, which is good for him. I think that's great for Christopher. Traveling to it sounds like a disaster. Brett and I were uh, tech high fiving oh, all weekend. Yeah, we were throwing a lot of. Uh, Thank God this will never be us moments. Phone five. Phone high five, <laughs> my friend. Just low five and a high five and that we'll never get that. But uh, I'm not so sure my dad would ever go to one of my adult recitals. But evidently, he certainly wouldn't have traveled for it. That is for sure. So Toledo got to give him father of the year. He's making up for something, isn't he? A psychiatrist would say. Yeah, every week would be, whew, that's a tough one. Every week? Yeah, I'm talking about, you know, like. To if, travel? It's not like he's. Um, you know, the band competitions are every week like a sporting event. You might be able to travel to each one? No. Like maybe once a year. Yeah, yeah I don't know how often going, Something but, a lot better than San Antonio. You're right, that'd be a tough one. At least yeah. San Antonio would be. Yeah, no. San Antonio's last on the list. I take a look at your schedule. Like I do the Steelers. I love the Steelers a lot more than I could love any kid. <laughs> and I look at them and I'm like, any any convenient, uh, you know, bounce-ups. I don't like going to, you know... Uh, other teams' facilities and yeah. cheering for the road team. So I look for, like, Steeler games. I'm like, could I make it back for this weekend? Would it work for me? And then even still, and that's something I absolutely love. Not a child. Yuck. But to travel to say, like, if they were, if the Steelers were in, uh, you know, Houston playing the Texans, I'm not going to that game as much as I love them. I'm going to pick and choose the exotic locales. The good ones are in Vegas this year. I hear good things about that place. I might pop up and take a look. That was, uh, it was hard enough to get Kurt Vesley to travel eight blocks to ex- Crisman Elementary for a parent-teacher conference, <laughs> let alone a sousaphone oh, contest. My dad never went to one parent-teacher conference, <laughs> did not attend one. That's that's my mom's job. Yeah, 
And also, most of them were in the middle of the days like that. I, I have a job, and uh, leaving that job for a parent-teacher conference, that's somebody else's gig. Ours, ours were, even when they were in the evening, just mom. Yeah, moms go to those. That's a mom thing. Dads can if they want to, but my dad's not. If they don't have anything going on, he'd do it. If my Back dad wasn't day, busy. Well, yeah. he got guilted a lot of times because was okay. he was a truck driver, so sometimes he'd be home oh. during the day. So it was yeah. like, it's just one of those things that keep, go. I still keep have it off your dad's desk. Yeah, yeah. That's he's because if it gets to your dad, well, parent-teacher conferences were just kind of a waste of time anyway, just to make sure that everybody's face to face. But yeah, my uh, if my dad was my dad made sure he wasn't home. I don't blame him. Yeah. Nope. Got a very important job. Oh yeah. Sure. If he yeah, if he deadbeated his way through a day where there was a parent-teacher conference, no way my mom would have let him hear the end of it. But he was always doing that. Uh, I went to the movies. I don't go to the movies too often. Last uh, couple movies I went to in the theater uh, were. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit, and then yeah. Blazing Saddles. I, I don't mind that, but I don't like going to, th- especially on crowded weekends, and it was a crazy crowded weekend, and saw the Oppenheimer. Uh, and uh, Did you see it? Nope. You didn't go? Did you I'm go watch it? Yeah. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a interesting. Now, first and foremost, I noticed that uh, the, new, the new theaters, like the way theaters have been built in the last 10 or 15 years to have uh, you know the big luxury seats and the servers and all that stuff, Already, uh, congratulations, America. You're too fat for the chairs. I, the people in front of us barely fit. Come on. In those and they weren't alone. There were like multiple people. I'm looking around. I'm These like, are huge. 80% of the people in this theater were squeezed into those giant chairs. I'm like, old movie theaters, they wouldn't have fit in. I'm like, well, that's different. And, of course, the, uh, the Hammond the entire time makes the misophonia. My ears go crazy. But these are my problems. I'm looking around just going, man, this is an embarrassment. Just these gargantuan human beings smashed into these chairs and uh these weren't the reclining seats which i like they were just the they were the rockers you can rock back and forth you didn't have the foot rests which is good but oh so the are they a newer seat or are they the kind of the original no they're amc they're bigger they're like uh you know recliner seats without the foot gotcha right a lot of them have the feet thing you could and i find that hysterical too that we got so disturbingly lazy that we're, we lay down in those things. I know those are the grossest. Now we buy them for our homes, the theater chairs. Oprah Winfrey went to the theater 25, 30 years ago and did swabs on all the seats. And all of them came back with human feces on them. I can't imagine what letting people just lay around and snot and drool all over. And you know those kids aren't coming up and wiping those off at the end of the day. They don't have time. Get in there, clean up, get out. So it's just, they're just, I mean, airplane seats are gross enough. This is bad. So the people in front of us, uh, as I walked through the uh, the small aisle, there wasn't enough room for me to walk through because they were kicked back so far, you know, leaning back in the seat that, that you know, it was like it, it, they were taking up the whole aisle. So I had, excuse me, got to get, oh, they'd sit there and set forward. And they were huge. So that was the first thing I noticed. Now they have five Man. foot walkways. Some of them do. Some do. On the recliners, they have to because they'll kick you. Otherwise, it's the – but, I mean, you still shouldn't have been able to push the seat back that far. It was the weight. That that seat, that chair was doing all it could to stay. The springs were screaming. It was maxed out. It was to try to stay a chair. And then, of course, the, the wife was like three bags of popcorn deep, a thing M&M's, just constantly rattling her packs. I was going nuts. But watching Oppenheimer, two things I didn't expect. First thing, nudity. It was great. There's a right. sex scene in it. I'm like, wow, that's missing from modern cinema. It's like a hot uh, cowgirl sex scene. That was pretty good. And then uh, she got naked a couple of times. So I was like, that's good. That's an old throwback to the movie. But uh, as I watched the movie, 
Did you able to get through it, it's even long. with a major historical uh, inaccuracy that happened? Well, which one? Did you even okay? There's a couple. It's like Pearl yeah. Harbor or what? Yeah, there's a. Here's my beef with the movie. I liked it. It was yeah. really well acted. Uh, to me, and I don't know why nobody's saying this, or maybe they are and I haven't seen it. It's a, uh, a, a um, history. It's a revisionist history of how the Red Scare went. It's a lot of like 2023 values on the communist scare of the 50s. Because uh, that's basically, it's focused more on that than it is the bomb. The bomb gets built, they blow it up, and then it's an hour and a half of a trial. Uh, it's Oppenheimer's life. It's not about the bomb. And the bomb is a major part of it, but it's like, okay. And then there's this trial afterwards of, you know, whether or not he's a communist, which is a real thing. But this is uh, almost a, uh, the way they tell it, it's like, geez, pretty tough on the commies, huh? Those bad guys sure did hate communists. Like, wait a minute. The bad guy in this movie is the one dabbling in communism. Not the people pointing it out at the certain, you know, during that time. You yeah. knew if you went to communist uh, rallies or you went to union labor super parties back in the 30s and 40s, you were running the risk of getting ostracized and beaten down pretty heavily, losing your job and everything else. So, you know, whether or not Oppenheimer was ever in it is the debate. But all these other people, they made, the, they made it a subtle bad guy thing to say, you know, you're a socialist and you're, you're possibly dealing with the enemy. It, it wasn't it like and big surprise from Hollywood that they're trying to make communism and, you know, socialism more of a gosh, they're just trying their best to find a new way. And those those terrible capitalists and greedy government officials are the bad guys here. And I started watching that with a different eye midway through. And I'm like, they're he should be in trouble. Like every ounce of this dude should be in trouble. He he dabbled in communism. His brother was a card carrying communist. He banged on a consistent the naked lady in it consistently communist and back then if you screwed with communists you're black you were in big trouble so it wasn't like this flashlight on the time it was with the jaded eye of 2023 on top of it and it's not like normal hollywood which is you know the seven dwarfs thing that's going around which is just a ham-handed way of saying you know of indoctrination or like what i'm hearing about barbie which is just Everybody keeps screaming about the it's over woke and feminist. Kirby even and, said well, he expected something. it. Kirby said it was too anti man. Yeah, really. She, that was her, I go. What did you think? And she goes, "Man, the agenda. There was an agenda on this thing on how really? the world is run. But when it's run by men, it's a mess. Right. And women fix everything. Yeah. And you know they have to do that because Barbie is such a polarizing." make you throw up figure. They can't focus on the fact that Barbie's just a hot piece that everybody wanted. They have to make her powerful. And I got that going in. And I knew, yeah, you know, when, when uh, L.A. gets a hold of something like that, they're going to make it a woman power movie. And here's the other thing it's empowering women to do. Uh, pink is not for everyone, ladies. It's not. And I don't know what the deal is. Everyone went pink. Oh, yeah. in the theater, walks, walking into Op. You could tell who was seeing Oppenheimer and who was seeing... Uh, Barbie, because the Barbie crowd looks like big fat wads of chewed gum wandering around, thinking that they look great in body suits that, no, you don't look good in. Pink is not for everyone. It's revealing. It shows every gross part of you. And there were a lot of people that just thought, I look like Barbie. Nope. You look like Barbie if we left her on the sidewalk in the middle of July here in Phoenix. She's, she's not that melted and blobby. 
it was it was weird. Like I'm looking at the whole crowd. I'm like, oh. And I don't know what it is about Margot Robbie movies that makes the incredibly average girl think she should dress like Margot Robbie. Well, it's a it's the bar's too high for most of you to try to look like her. I mean, the comparison of what she looks like versus what I saw wandering around at that AMC yesterday. Good lord. But think about how many pigs were out there dressing up like Harley Quinn. That's what I mean. It's like, come on. Like every time she has a movie, women go, I want to dress like her. It's like, no, you don't. This is a terrible idea. At least they're not doing the Wolf of Wall Street and taking the clothes off. Ugh. Well, they do, probably, for some poor Ugh. bastard who's not allowed to say anything. But. That's for a Netflix and chill night. Stop <laughs> dressing up like Margot Robbie's character. She's killing it. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. And Brett brought up the word pig. I don't know if you noticed or not, but they wear Barbie colors too. And that's the first thing I was thinking when I saw you guys all pinked out. Certainly wasn't, wow, they look like Margot Robbie. I thought, where's the trough? (laughs) There was a run on pink apparel on Friday. The only thing missing from 90% of that apparel was a curly tail. Those ladies need to stop with the pink bodysuits. You can wear a black bodysuit, that'll help you, but boy, the pink ones. Ooh, God. If I wore, like, a pink-tight bodysuit, I'd get made fun of like crazy, and rightfully so. I shouldn't do it. It doesn't look good. Any bodysuit on me should not be worn. Nah, skip the bodysuit altogether. Pink, black, whatever. It's not going to help these broads. <laughs> Most of them I agree nah. with. <laughs> they, I, I've, the, the, you know, I could have gone dressed as a mushroom cloud and been the smallest one compared to half that Barbie <laughs> audience. It was. Weird. I mean, I, I lost my mind for a night, and I I did the Harley Quinn thing, and it just it just As didn't a feel joke, right. I know because <laughs> you weren't sitting there going, "Don't I look hot?" Yeah, don't do Margot Robbie's characters anymore, ladies. It's not for you. It's just not. And I know you're supposed to feel like you know we can do whatever we want. No, you shouldn't. You should. St- there's still some pride and decency and shame. So people were upset, John Oppenheimer. The major historical inaccuracy. They were waving American flags throughout the movie. Oh, it yeah. took place in 1945. Oh, they missed the, the stars. They had 50 stars on those Oops. flags. Didn't quite have 48 those last in 1945. Yeah. Oh, wow. Real, I, mean, I know, exactly. Historical accuracy, inaccuracy, I'm sure there's tons of it. But I just thought the whole movie was kind of. Uh, a re- it was subtle, which is rare for Hollywood, but it was subtle to me to sit back and, like, the people you were supposed to kind of have a, a, like, you're not sure which side to, you know, how to root for this person, were the 
blue blood Americans. Like the ones that were true blue, obviously loyal to the country. You thought, mm, like maybe you're supposed they're to go, not I think good. that guy's going to get him. You know, I think there's something going on with him. Like, we're, like he's, the, the one dude that kept trying to shut down Robert Oppenheimer's uh, socialist rallies on a campus. And he's like, you can't do it here. Like they made him seem like a bad guy. And all Oppenheimer was trying to do was get the workers to get fair shakes. And it's, and it's very much, especially then. Like now it would be a little different. But back in the 30s and 40s, those communist rallies, they were, nobody knew. Like you were, and you were a sympathizer to the enemy. And Russia was not quite the enemy, but World War II had a lot of, hey, we got to show Russia we've got this special weapon too. Because when we were reluctant allies in World War II. That wasn't a, a best pals moment. It was just. And especially gotta, after the fact when we uh, stepped in and divided stuff up. Sure. The spills. But that's even beyond the that. spoils. This was, uh, we, we are enemies with a common enemy. That's bigger than our beef right now. So that nuclear bomb was. More about like, hey, look, world, we've got the we juice, got you don't, and we'll use it. And, it, you know, Japan was almost finished anyway. It's a, it's a solid movie as it comes to that. But I... Wasn't uh, too... I mean, it's three hours. Oh, it's long. It's long. Is it like Irishman long, like too long? Or uh, is it- they could have trimmed it. Okay. But that's, again, you're talking of me who I hate movie theaters passionately. Mm. And uh, and I think the sound in movie theaters is overblown now. Like, they try so hard to make it louder than good that it comes across like just... And it's a constant uh, fiddle in the background. Like, they have a dramatic, like, go in the whole movie. But it's good. But I wouldn't give it, like, this amazing... Like, everybody's... It's good. And by the way, it's going to win all the awards. Yeah. It's, and it's just because of what it is. And and it... To me, it really just shouted out, Yeah, America, huh? Okay. I mean, there's options. wonder what it is now, because like on Saturday, the when they first did the Rotten Tomatoes, it comes out yeah. with their first score. It was 97 for yeah. Oppenheimer. It was 90 for the Barbie movie. Sure. And I'm sure they're... Look, it's it's worth watching. But I just watching it, I just thought to myself, this is if you... if And I, and I actually thought of, because uh, Kirby went and saw it. I remember talking to you guys, and she was here last week. And I said, did you want to see that? Like, she doesn't have any knowledge, I'm sure, of the Reds. Neither do I, but they taught the Red Scare in a big way. My, her, her grandparents weren't constantly on about communism. My grandpa, you couldn't shut him up about it. All he said, we got to stop these commies. Like, in the 80s, he was yeah. screaming that. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, with the spread of communism, get in there and tear them apart. Like, his, the mere mention of it, you destroyed it as fast as possible. That was how he grew up. That was that, was that generation. This one going in, her and her friends going to that, and I thought, I'm like, I wonder what people who are teenagers are watching thinking Oppenheimer got a raw deal here. Like, he got, he was being, uh, you know, attacked for no good reason. All he did was try to, you know, spread a new idea. And I was like, ah, but he, you know, he hung, like, if you're hanging around a bunch of communists with, like, parties of communism and... Gonna kind of get labeled a communist, and I started thinking. Well, he's and he's also kind of an asshole. Yeah, I didn't see him he's as an a hero. in a day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I watched him and I kind of thought this Oppenheimer character, sort of a prick. But at least no one in my theater was dressed as you know Wilbur from Charlotte's Web. I don't know what was going on with that. Every time you go out in the lobby, you look around like, what is happening? 
So many selfies and oh, and they have a inside the theater. They have one of those cellophane giant Barbie boxes that you can pose in. And a couple of them were in there, and I was just like, "What is that noise?" <laughs> oh, they're posing for their Instagram. <laughs> a whole bunch of them over there. It's, I want some bacon. I don't understand. Do they serve bacon today? Instagram <laughs> you. And then they just ate the entire movie. I can't imagine being in the Barbie theater because all you would hear. <laughs> As the hogs fill that stretch suit a little more. I didn't see one. Like you'd think you'd see some smoke shows at the Barbie, right? With all this like Margaret. Nope. None of the hot girls were interested in dressing it up because they do that every day. This was dress them ups for the, for the grunters. How many guys got drugged to that movie? It was pretty girl were, heavy. There okay. were a couple of dudes in all pink. Uh, no ladies near them. So KDKB had a yep. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. KDKB had a screening. had a premiere screening, <laughs> evidently at like three o'clock, and uh, it went well. Let's just say that because the guys seemed happy. But yeah, there was some. There was a lot of like uh, pink short, pink pant, uh, you know, cabana wear. A lot of that going on. But I did blazers, not, pink. I did see uh, a mom, and this was, I'm like, I can't imagine if my mom did this, but a mom dressed, uh, she had her pigskin on, and then, uh, which is a full on, like, Kim Kardashian bodysuit. And I mean, where the boobs ended and the next roll began was, uh, like, it was one of those. I mean, she's 225, 230, if anything. It's just, and you can be gigantic. Just don't wear that. What happened to Shane? And uh, anyway, she's wandering around, and her and her daughter's dressed up, and her daughter's future's dim. Let's just say that. And then the son was there, and he just had a t-shirt and a pair of like little cut-off jeans and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, the boy didn't do it. And I'm, I, I guarantee you, mom tried. Like, you're gonna wear pink. You're like, I am not wearing, I'm not dressing like this. I, 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 you know. And so he just had a little t-shirt and stuff. So he got drugged, and I noticed he was probably eight to, to eleven somewhere in there. Like, all right. Poor bastard's got to... But again, he gets to sit and watch Margot Robbie and those... And I'm fine with that. But then on the drive home, he's reminded, or just looking around the theater, reminded that Margot Robbie is a rarity on this planet. you got to search high and low. Needle in a fat stack. They're everywhere. Yeah, it was the same thing with Harley Quinn. They all started thinking they could look like Harley Quinn. I didn't get it. I still don't. I never once saw anybody do it better. It's like me if I were to dress as, like, full-out. Jason uh, Momoa yeah, or something. Yeah, Aquaman, <laughs> right? I go to Halloween as Jason Momoa. Women would be brutal. What do you think you are? I'm like, I'm Jason Momoa at Shark Week. Can't you tell? You're <laughs> bald and he's gross and you don't have any muscles. Like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I can. Hey, I'm going to get yelled at for saying you guys look terrible in your pink bodysuits trying to dress up like uh, Margot Robbie. But I try the Momoa thing. Suddenly, you're like, where's your shame? And you're right. If I'm Momoa out at all, at any given time, I should be ridiculed because it's hilarious. Get that sleeve tattoo on no, there. If, oh, I'm, yeah. if I came in here as Momoa, they go into the new Momoa movie, you guys would be like, what in the f*** is wrong with you? Go put a shirt on, first of all, and these scaly tight pants. You look ridiculous because dudes still do that for each other. Girls won't do it. Girls would never look at each other and go, Oh, Hannah, you shouldn't wear that. But if I showed up in Momoa gear, the teasing would be... Imagine Toledo coming in here as Aquaman. How many years would he hear about that? 
Brady wore a Rafael Nadal tank top once. Still makes me laugh when I think about it. That was probably 18 years ago. Still hilarious. And what did you do? Never wore it here again. Like a decent human being realized, whoa, I should not dress as Rafi Nadal. I don't wear tank tops. Don't have the physique for it. I look silly. And you guys would tease. Like, what's going on? You got a couple threads hanging off your... Oh, those are your arms. (laughs) Yeah, the shame is not there. Women are mean to each other because they don't tell each other the truth about that stuff. Oh, what are you? You're dressed up as a babe? No, I'm going to Barbie. Oh, I thought you were babe. I'm sorry. I was about to, that'll do, pig. <laughs> Where's Farmer Hoggett? I thought for sure he's going to be falling into the theater. We were just having fun. You'd have crushed me. And every other man who wandered into a Jason Momoa dressed as Jason Momoa. And we were just having fun, too, but you're right. No woman ever says that about a dude, like if Brady dressed as Jason Momoa and went into the theater feeling great about himself. Women would tear you apart. And they should. They're not nice to us when we play and have fun, but when it's them, it's like, we're just having fun and you guys objectify us. Well, I thought that's what that thing riding up your front gooch was to object to be objectified. I've <laughs> they, seen they more lips to... here than a, than a Mick Jagger picture. All it would take <laughs> is one, one giggle. You're going in there if you really feel like uh, like I go in there and I'm Jason Momoa. I feel like Jason Momoa. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it sinks you like a like yeah. the Titanic. And they'd be right. Yeah. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. You dressed as Jason Momoa, automatically funnier than it is sexy. Immediately. There was some girl yesterday in a, like a, this dress was, this took time. Like, I'm thinking she got ready longer than the movie lasted. Big hair, like full, like super dress. Oh, she's just, no, wasn't even close to work. And the poor dress was like, the the dress was embarrassed to be wrapped around her. We're just having fun. All right. Well, that dress ne- isn't. Next time the nerds roll in dressed up as, uh, you know, Deadpool or Aquaman, don't you snicker in the background and make big jokes about how nerdy and stupid they look. They're just having fun. It wasn't even cosplay. It was like a fashion show. And it, I'm like, I, I was dying. Uh, it might have been closer to cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was that without it was unintentional cosplay. That's just yeah. we'll put it that way. They didn't realize they were in bad costumes or fun. I I wanted to like ah ha, 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 you look hilarious, good one, and just see how they just fall off the planet. Well, what are you talking about? I look sexy. No, no, you don't. <laughs> you look slippery because you're sweating so hard. And they got to be single because yeah. no man's going to let their their broad go out like that. No, no, no. They were, it was a it was a lot of like uh, I told you moo-moos only. Yeah, it was a lot of. Here, my prediction is is a lot of girls that in a few years will be in Sedona to help their one friend get her groove back after the divorce. That was a lot of that. A lot of wine. And it was the postino girls oh, night. Yeah, it was a lot of. We don't need some guy to have fun. I went and bought a big fat. I mean a big dress. Can you imagine the after parties of Postinos after that movie oh, let out? Postinos. I feel bad for the waiters. Man. Having to see all that chewed up gum sitting in their chairs. Oh, just <laughs> push them up against the wall and see if they stick or stuff them under a table. It was bad. So, And pink's not for everybody. If you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, God, I've got, this is not right. Again, bash, bash all you want. At least I have 
the pride inside to not try to dress up as Jason Momoa and wander around to his new movie. I could pull a Jason Statham off if I, you know, but I'm not wandering around with it because I'm not Jason Statham quality. I am the uh, Don Swayze to Jason Statham. And the lesser version. I look like uh, if Jason Statham was in a strange car accident. He didn't quite make it out right. You're just having fun. At my expense. They did miss a great opportunity in Oppenheimer, though. And I would like to re-edit it. Because during the sex scene, Oppie, uh, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how do you not just have him imagine the new yeah yeah dropping Heimer inside dropping cider and uh, he gives her the bomb and I just thought how in the world do you not go to his brain just mushroom clouding right there or at least you know just make the noise while he's because I didn't expect that I didn't expect a a hot is that with Florence Pugh I think so yeah I just didn't expect it like she's doing a full ride and I'm like wow she's grinding. Like, I have to search for this. Like, this is normally something I search for and come up missing some stuff. That's true. Uh, this one says, good morning, John. It's a girl. Hysterical start to the show. Dying on the pink talk. Doesn't Brady have a photo of his of himself dressed as Bovarine? <laughs> that's right. Remember when you were... Yeah, Bogarine. The Bogar- no, Bovarine's better because it's bovine, and that's hilarious. <laughs> Bovarine. So I can't find it. It's an urban legend. I want to see. Right. Now, if Brady dressed up like that and wandered around pretending like he was dead serious about how he looked, and it was a it was a beauty thing, we'd have, we ridiculed you anyway because your your balls were being split in half oh, by that suit so that was too small. And by the way, your uh, testicles, your moose knuckle that was showing in that, yeah, smaller in most cases than the labia bombs I was looking at yesterday in those pink body suits. Oh. Looked like two nuts on either side of the uh, seam. Like, lady, your testicles are being split in half. You're a jerk. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm your best friend. I'm the only one who cares about you. I'm the only one who told you, go put something over this. Nobody else seems to mind. Oh, they all mind. They mind yeah. Oh, they all mind. Nobody else seems to have the guts to say it. You need shame back. But Brady Momoa would be pretty damn funny, I have to say. Brady Gaga was pretty great, but we've all done it as like, look how silly it would be if someone thought this was real. It's true. <laughs> Hard work and dedication. That's what you need. Money may. <laughs> right. TMT, baby. The money team gets you back up there. The hard work and dedication to make the joke Works land. every time. Man. You know, just go, Brett, today, later in the day, just go sit at the theater outside of a Barbie thing and watch it roll in about 5 o'clock. They, and, then, and then just like, I want to do a little thing outside of it to where you ask, how long did it take you to get ready? About two hours. The movie's an hour and a half. Like, what are you doing? Well, she had a fitted oh, she had to slide blob into, yeah. into that bodysuit. How much KY jelly did it take to get this on? And what's with it? Like, can't you wear something big? <laughs> Why does it have to be so tight? No one dressed up as a mushroom or... Uh, you know, a Japanese guy melting or anything like that for Oppenheimer. Everybody just went to the movie like you're supposed to. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, you don't go into Oppenheimer going, look at me, I'm a mushroom cloud. You just piss off the guy behind you with your hat. Barbie. So you missed it. If you didn't go Friday or Saturday, you just missed it, especially if you're going today and you're going to gussy up. Now, little kids, that's fine, but I didn't see any little kids doing it. It was all moms and weirdos. 
I should have did that this weekend. Just stood at the theater. Yeah, but my face would have been hurting so much. It was already puffy as it was. Yeah. Yeah, you've just been laughing yeah, at all these You shouldn't uh, express uh, facial muscles so much with all your, <laughs> you know, your, your recent problems with that abscess. Yeah, if you, and then if you went to the Godfather dressed as Corleone, it's funny. No, yeah. if you went as sexy Corleone, I don't understand what you're doing. I'm on a body, so I look pretty good. Look at my bulge. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Look at my cannoli. I look left the gun. Look at my piece of deal. It's, it's, <laughs> don't you want to see the Godfather's piece of deal? Why is everybody laughing? But they have that cellophane box set up that you can, that, and then people can get in it. And man, these girls were getting in there, and the photos were never ending. And I'm like, oh, you guys are gonna look at it and feel okay. You're okay with it. There was one. Just think about that when they were making that box. They're like, how wide? Oh, they made a big box. It It was big. It's a great big box. Came out two trucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great big box for a great big box. There was a lot of that. I will say the one girl that made the pink pop was uh, she's an African American uh, lady, and she wasn't thin, but she was shapely. She looked good, and her skin was just black. And that pink was screaming off of her. And I'm like, that looks okay. Then she got in the Barbie box. And her big dopey white friend started taking pictures and couldn't figure out how come she couldn't see her inside the box. And I started laughing. But it wasn't because of that, Brett. Oh, okay. It was because she had her flash on. And it was bouncing and it off that cellophane. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was just a picture of the box with a strange shadow lurking in there. You have no idea. I was like, I, I can't make it work, Sanisha. She did it again. The flash is on. <laughs> it's not. I have to put a flash on or you won't show. <laughs> I'm smiling. <laughs> put a white towel behind her. I think that's the problem. All I'm getting is the dread. You should get out of the box. It worked for all of us. Man. Dumb bitches. <laughs> she had to be furious. She's the only one who looked okay. But, I, yeah, it was funny. Look, pictures. Let's go get some raisinettes. <laughs> we gotta go get some candy. <laughs> I don't like the new system. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Just God, just bring it in. They bring it to you. I don't understand. Do I get my own drink? Where? Where would you get your own drink? Why? They bring it to you. What do I do? Move is what you do. M&M's, french fries, drink, done. How do you know when you got it right? It gives you a receipt. Go f- off. Yeah, so it was, it was. it's worth sitting around watching. I want to go over to, like, uh, I think Fashion Square would be the place to go because there's going to be an awful lot of Arcadia moms dragging their daughters that they're trying too hard to be friends with. And Gilbert's got to be just disturbing. Oh, yeah. oh. oh the theater was raw. I dropped oh. Kirby off when, you know, she met a big group in there. Yeah. Wearing the pink get up. Did she go white pink too? Pink. She wore a white jacket with a, uh, a pink shirt underneath. We're all wearing pink. But tastefully, probably not. Uh, yeah, and that was what they're, yeah. you know, they were having. One of they're those teenagers. That doesn't The count. group having fun. Yeah. Teenagers are fine. They can dress up like whatever they want. They haven't ruined their lives yet. The moms are the ones in the, in the mid-20s ones that are like, ugh. Yeah, kids, I don't I pay attention to anything they do. They don't count yet. Uh, it's 617. Let's get ourselves a wake-up song. A good one. It's birthday boy week. That's what we're going to start today. Yeah. Birthday boy week. Big parties. And also, later this morning, Brett Don't, Kip Winger joins us. 
Oh, I don't got a problem. Okay, Kip. good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Kip no, Winger. Okay That's that. right, Brady. Kip Winger, uh, lead singer of Winger. If you hadn't figured that out yet, <laughs> he's gonna. Uh, he's that was gonna, my guess. He's gonna join us in just a little bit, and uh, his his story is. Uh, we'll we'll get into it with Kip. It is it is remarkable. Dude had the whitest teeth on MTV though when that video came out. Sebastian just, Bach and Kip man. Winger would made every guy question whether or not they'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of looking at Kip Winger going, you're too pretty to be famous. It was weird. But Kip Winger's uh, going to join us later this morning. That's right. And everybody who scoffs or throws an email out, wait until you hear Kip's story and then and then uh, stuff your head deep in your ass. Because I didn't know some of this stuff. And I, wow, it's crazy. Uh, he's going to join us a little while. Maybe we do Madeleine this morning for the wake-up song. If it pops up, there was some Winger in honor. That's a, I still like that song. If you didn't know, it was Winger. I don't remember that song. Madeleine was their, big, their first big hit. Remember seventeen? And yeah, yeah Madeline. Can't get enough of you. That's those are the ones I remember. Love too tough to take. You'd know it if you heard it. Right. It was a big hit. Yeah, there was. They had three or four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk to Kip a little later this morning. Let's get that wake up song. Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one. We scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 